Welcome back to another episode of Sportscape. Today we are going to be going over yesterday's Monday night football game. Also, um, a college football bowl game that we're also going to be going over. Um, but first we're going to get to the Steelers and the Bengals here. This game was wrapping up week 15 of the NFL season and the Bengals come out with the upset win 27 to 17 like they were in control of this one too uh ryan finley um didn't play great but he did what he needed to get the job done seven for 13 89 yards in the touchdown giovanni bernard here really pretty much carried the load of the offense with 25 carries 83 yards and a touchdown uh, ben Roethlisberger, 20 for 38, 170 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. So, not a good game for him at all. Benny Snell, 18 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Decent game for him. Uh, Deontay Johnson, who's been um, what I would say the leader of this Steelers receiving core lately. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, his production's been down. Chase Claypool hasn't been making as many big plays. So, I'd say these last few weeks, he's re- he's had a lot of problems with his drops and um, not the greatest hands in the league, but uh, he's so he's been working on it this past few weeks. Uh, and he had eight receptions, 59 yards, and a touchdown, but the Steelers, not enough to win it. They will fall to 11-3. Bengals improved to 3-10-1. And then yesterday, um, I'm going to be actually picking two games here again today. Um because it's bowl season in college football. This one's probably my favorite time, but also my not favorite time because it means that the season's ending. But yesterday we had Appalachian State at North Texas. Well, not at North Texas. It was at a neutral site, but in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, This one was played in Conway, South Carolina at the Coastal Carolina Stadium, Brooks Stadium. Um, Appalachian State, though, gets the commanding 56-28 to win. Zach Thomas didn't play amazing, 8 for 16, 114 yards in the touchdown. Uh, Peoples, the running back for App State, really carried the offense. Uh, same thing, similar to the, what Giovanni Bernard did for the Bengals, um, but except Peoples went crazy on his 22 carries with 317 yards and five touchdowns. Um, Pearson, three receptions, 47 yards, two touchdowns. Bean for North Texas, 21 for 36, 251 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Sigurds, 17 carries, 120 yards. Um, and then Appalachian State there will get the win. Um, today we've got two games here. The first of the the first of those is between Tulane and Nevada here in the Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, at 3.30. I'm going to take Tulane here in this one. Uh, Nevada's not a bad team, but I think Tulane is just a better team. Um, they uh, Nevada looks better when you look at their records, but um, I think that they both have six wins, but um, Tulane has three more losses, but still I think that um, I mean, even Strong has played better than Pratt Um and, but for me, it's that Tulane run game that's really been it for me this season. I think that, that they build on that this game, and I think that's how they are going to win this game eventually. So I'm going to take Tulane there in that one. 
The next one is UCF versus BYU in the Boca Raton Bowl here. This one should be a good one at 7 p.m. Um, two quarterbacks who have been playing very, very well uh, between Zach Wilson, the Heisman candidate who hasn't really made a name for himself these past few weeks, and then Dylan Gabriel, who's put up very good numbers as well. But I'm going to take BYU here. Um, they've really had too good of a season for me to not say that they win. UCF is a really good team. Uh, when you look on the stat sheet for both of these teams, it looks really close um, between the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers. This looks like a really good matchup, and it should be a really good game. Um, this one is going to be played at F- at the FAU Stadium, um, but I'm going to say BYU for me, they've just – played better they've had the better season and they've had the better chemistry this season so I'm gonna take BYU there in that one now though we are gonna go back to my bold predictions and um for this upcoming NFL season um if you don't know what that is before the season started I did a podcast where I did one bold prediction for every single NFL team and now we're gonna go back and look at them um, and see how they actually turned out. Um, <clears throat> this one, I mean, I'm seeing some decent ones and I'm seeing some not good ones. Um, so our first one here is the Bears, and that is Trubisky keeps his job and makes the playoffs. Um, I don't know how to classify that one because – he didn't keep his job, but he does have it back now, and they still are in the playoff race. So, um, the keeping his job part, um, I would say that's not that hasn't happened. But playoffs is still possible for the Packers. I said missed playoffs. I don't know what I was thinking when I did that one. Uh, they are already clinched. They've already clinched the NFC North. So that one is probably one of my biggest misses here. For the Vikings, I put Thielen has a career year as they win the division. They did not win the division, but Thielen has played very well this season. Uh, for the Lions, this one was very bad. Jeff, I said Jeff Okuda would turn into a top 15 cornerback this season. Um, he hasn't even come close to that. He has barely played this season uh, because of injuries, and <clears throat> so... That one is really just not working right now. I think he'll be good in the future, Okuda, but he's not going to be top 15 this year. For the Cowboys, I put 3,000-yard receivers. I'm not sure if that's happened or not. Um, Hold on. Let me check on that because that one might actually have happened um, or it could be happening. Um, Dak getting hurt. Probably certainly lowered that thing that um, prediction's chances a little bit, but I still think that it could have happened. So let's look at the Cowboys stats. Um, receiving. Uh, actually, right now, none of their receivers have over a thousand yards. The closest one is Amari Cooper with 952, but Michael Gallup 
who was the third one that I was going to say, only has 673. So I'm not sure that one's going to happen. But anyways, our Washington one was they go 1-15. Chase Young is the only bright player for them. That one, I think I forgot about Terry McLaurin in that one. And then um, obviously Antonio Gibson has came out and played well, but they are not 1-15. They are in a playoff spot right now. A lot of that is a credit to Terry McLaurin. Um, a lot of credit there should go to Chase Young as well. He's been a Defensive Rookie of the Year candidate, probably the favorite for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, maybe Patrick Queen from the Ravens, maybe Jeremy Chin from the Panthers, but um, I think a lot of people would give it to him right now. For the Giants... I put another season of missing the playoffs, but not, um, I said, I'm missing, they missed the playoffs, but don't do well enough to get a top five pick. That's possible. I wouldn't really necessarily say that was a bold prediction, um, but it's possible because they are currently not in within the top five pick and they are going to maybe miss the playoffs unless they can pull out a miracle or have Washington lose a bunch of games. For the Eagles, I put Wentz gets hurt again. Um, he hasn't gotten hurt, he's just gotten benched. So uh, for the Saints, I said they would have another heartbreaking playoff loss. Uh, they made the playoffs, but we can't tell whether they're going to have a heartbreaking loss or not until after the season. Um, for the Buccaneers, I said... Tom Brady doesn't play as well as expected, and they barely make the playoffs. That one, I mean, Tom Brady hasn't played outstanding, but he's played well. So I wouldn't say he's played, uh, I wouldn't, I'd say he's played to about my expectations for him. Um, maybe a little bit better than that. So I wouldn't really necessarily say that one was good. Uh, for the next one, I've had the Panthers saying, the Panthers go 3-13, and 13, Teddy Bridgewater experiment fails. I mean, they're not 3-13, and 13, but Teddy Bridgewater has certainly not played as well as they would have expected him to, or as well as I thought he would play in Carolina. I thought him, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey would be, um, I thought that, like, they, that would kickstart their offense a little bit, but their offense hasn't done much this season. Um, for the Falcons, I put that they would turn into a solid defense. They have not been a solid defense this season. They have been one of the worst through the air and not great either through the ground. So I wouldn't say that one is good. For the Rams, I put the offense explodes, but the defense um, is the reason that they eventually miss the playoffs. Um, that one hasn't been true this year. I'd say that the, the defense is honestly top 10 to top 5, um, somewhere in that range. Uh, their defense has honestly been one of their MVPs of the season. They've had a lot of standout players there, and they've also had Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. So I wouldn't necessarily say that one was a good one. Our next one here is Jimmy Garoppolo um, proves the doubters wrong with a career season. I mean, you can't have a career season if you don't even play most of the games. 
So, um, I mean, I wouldn't classify that one as a miss, but it certainly wasn't a hit because he's been injured. For the Seahawks, I put that they would go to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson would win the MVP. This one was looking like really good earlier, but now um, the MVP is probably going to go to Mahomes or Rodgers. Maybe Josh Allen. I think Russell Wilson's pretty much lost his contention for it. Um, but the next one is that Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins don't work well together and they miss the playoffs. That one's not looking like it's going to be true. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have already played very well this season. Um, they might miss the playoffs. They might make it. That one's still too early to tell. Um, for the Patriots, uh, I said that Cam Newton proves everybody wrong and leads the Patriots to the playoffs. That was false. Cam Newton did not play well this season, and the Patriots have been eliminated from playoff contention. For the Dolphins, I said Tua would start earlier than expected. I guess that one's true, because um, I remember being surprised that they put Tua in and benched Fitzpatrick. So I would say that one is true. Um, For the Jets, I said Darnold proves himself as a legitimate quarterback. Um, and the Jets fall just short of the playoffs. I would say the Jets have fallen a lot more than just short of the playoffs. Um, but Sam Darnold has certainly been one of their at least decent players. I think Sam Darnold, he's talented, but you've got to give him a better situation to work with if you want him to actually play well. Because, I mean, you could put anybody in that system with Adam Gase and then having your biggest weapon as Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder is a good receiver, um, but if you're a quarterback, you would certainly want someone else to go along with him. Um, Denzel Mims, he's been a pretty good uh, receiver this season, but um, he missed a lot of games due to the injury at the start of the season. Um, and you just, I think you just got to get him some better weapons. I wouldn't say he's um, proved himself as a legitimate quarterback, but it's certainly not too early to give up on him. For the Bills, I said Josh Allen plays like an MVP but doesn't win it. That one's been true. He's played like a MVP. He's been one of the main reasons for the Bills' success here, and I would concede that. Um, continuing, I would say that one is one of my best ones. For the Bengals, I said Joe Burrow becomes a top 15, or a top 10 quarterback, not 15. Um, this one, Justin Herbert, if it was Justin Herbert, that would have been, I think Justin Herbert's decently, I think you could call Justin Herbert top 10 and nobody would really be upset about it, um, but Joe Burrow... Uh, as we all know, he's been injured, so you can't necessarily say that one's true. For the Steelers, I said Ben Roethlisberger flops coming back off of injury. He hasn't flopped, but he hasn't played amazing. Um, I would say that he's played decent enough. That's why they're 11-3, and three, but I wouldn't say he's played amazing. So, our next one, though, is for the Browns, OVJ requests a trade as the Browns miss the playoffs again. They, OVJ's been hurt, and the Browns, right now, looking pretty good for 
for as far as playoffs go. Um, so I'm not really sure if that one's worked out very well. The Texans, I said, Deshaun Watson plays better with his new receivers than he did with DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Deshaun Watson's played really well this season, but did he has is he playing better than he did with DeAndre Hopkins? I think he's played well. I would honestly say he's played better without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but I wouldn't say that their record shows for it. I think the team is better with DeAndre Hopkins on it for the Texans, but um, Deshaun Watson has played better without DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion. For the um, Colts, I said Rivers plays well and leads them to the playoffs. That one has... Rivers hasn't played well. He's played mediocre. But the Colts right now looking like they possibly could make the playoffs. For the Jaguars, I said 0-16. That one, honestly, I think would have been true if they didn't steal that one against the Colts. Um, But they do have a win here, so that's not going to happen. For the Titans, I said Ryan Tannehill proves that last season was a fluke and the Titans missed the playoffs. That one's been about as far as it could get. Ryan Tannehill has played really well this season. Titans looking like they will make the playoffs. For the Broncos, I said, Drew Locke has a breakout season and they make the playoffs. Um, I mean, this one's kind of unfair because Drew Locke's biggest weapon did get hurt uh, towards ACL at the start of the season and then he was left with two rookie receivers as his biggest weapons, and even Drew Locke himself was hurt. So, um, Drew Locke hasn't had a breakout season at all, um, and they haven't, they're not going to make the playoffs. But, I mean, that one's kind of unfair in my opinion, but anyways, our next one is the Chiefs, and I said they would go 16-0. and I think that one would have happened if the Raiders didn't win that game. Um... That looked really winnable for the Chiefs, but the Raiders ultimately won it. So that one isn't going to go for the Chargers. I said Justin Herbert starts and does very well, but um, comes in too late for them to make a playoff run. Um, He didn't come in too late at all. He came in in week two, I think it was. but And he's played well, but they have not made the playoffs. So I'm not really going to – I don't really know what to say about that one. And then for the Raiders, I said Derek Carr would get benched. Derek Carr didn't get benched, but he did get hurt um, against the Chargers. He pulled a groin muscle, I think it was. Um, So he isn't getting benched, and he wasn't going to get benched because he was actually putting together a pretty good season. But um, he certainly did not – he certainly did not get benched, but he did get hurt. So that one – I'm going to say is not true, but now we're going to go actually and look at some of my fantasy football rankings that I put together at the start of the season. Uh, We're going to go through these quickly, just like the notable hits and misses here. Um, But for quarterbacks, I've had Lamar Jackson, number one. That one hasn't been that way. I had um, Kyler Murray, number four. 
Um, he has been probably top three, though, in fantasy this season. Um, I had Drew Brees number six. Drew Brees has not played well fantasy-wise. I had Stafford and Wentz in the top ten. Carson Wentz is, like, now way down there. I had uh, Josh Allen at number ten. I had Aaron Rodgers all the way down at number 14, and then Tannehill, 15. For running backs, I had McCaffrey, number one, Saquon, number two. I had Zeke, number three, above Kamara, Henry, and Cook. Um, I had Chubb above Cook. Uh, and then eight, Aaron Jones. I had Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 11, Joe Mixon at 10. That was a little high, even without his injury. I had... I had Devin Singletary at 18 above Chris Carson and Raheem Mostert. I had Raheem Mostert way down here at 23 below David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Devin Singletary. Um, I put DeAndre Swift below Sony Michelle, and so that one has not worked out. Um, and then I had uh, James White and Cam Akers at 29 and 30. Wide receivers had Michael Thomas, number one. He's been hurt, and he hasn't scored a touchdown this season, so I'm not really sure about that one. I had Tyree Kill, number two. That one's been good. He's been the number – he's been a top two receiver. It's either him or Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae Adams I had at number five. I had Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson. Um, I had Amari Cooper up at 10. I think that one was a little bit too high. I had Juju at 17. He hasn't even been a, a top receiver for them. I had DK Metcalf all the way at 22. Below Cortland Sutton, DJ Moore. I had Jerry Judy at 33. I had Keenan Allen way down there at 26. Um, I had T.Y. Hilton pretty high at 29. I had then, uh, Curtis Samuel at 42. I had Deontay Johnson above, um, or be- I had Deontay Johnson below Michael Gallup. And then Mike Williams, 46. Sterling Shepard, number 50. That one kind of low for Shepard, who's been... Wide receiver one win healthy, but now for the tight ends, I had Kittle number one, Kelsey number two. Uh, Kittle's been hurt, but Kelsey has certainly been tight end number one. I had Mark Andrews above Darren Waller. I had Zach Ertz at number five. Um, that one has not been good at all. I had Eric Ebron pretty low for number 18. I had TJ Hawkinson really low for 17. Um... I had Tyler Eifert pretty high, honestly, at 24. I had him above Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph was my last one there. For defenses, I would say these ones were pretty decent. 49ers, Patriots, Bears, Steelers, Ravens, Vikings, Bills, Seahawks. Seahawks was not that great of a pick, but then I had Broncos, Chargers. For kickers... I I messed up on the kickers one because I put I put the more the better kickers instead of the kickers that got more opportunities. So I put Justin Tucker, Robbie Gold, Harrison Butker, Will Lutz instead of guys like Yoon Lake Rodrigo Blankenship, who get a lot of opportunities. Cause kickers 
I mean, if you have a decent kicker, they're going to make it. So you just need to give them opportunities. Um, but those ones are um, basically my predictions coming into the season. So I hope you enjoyed that. But that's all that I got for today. I hope you liked the episode, and I will see you soon for another one.